Okay, good morning everyone. Hope you're having a wonderful day. Happy Rosh Chodesh and happy Hanukkah, the seventh day of Hanukkah. We are learning the Tanya for day number one of Tevis, Rosh Chodesh Tevis. It's in a leap year this year in the Jewish calendar. And uh, in the Tanya for today, we are studying, we're in chapter four. Um, the page is page number 50 in Tanya. <clears throat> and it's chapter 4. And here goes the flow. The godly soul has three garments. We're going to learn in honor of the birthday of Eli ben Mordechai Halevi. May he have a year of success. The godly soul has three garments or manners of expression to which it acts in all matters of Torah and mitzvahs. They are thought, speech, and action. In today's lesson, the godly soul's garments, in other words, thought, speech, and action, actions of Torah and mitzvahs, are actually higher than the soul itself. For they are nothing other than God's wisdom and will, even in their physical expression. Hence, by investing it itself in such apparel, the soul ascends even higher. Basically, when you use your thought, speech, and action for Torah, you're going to reach your, your soul is going to be elevated higher than the soul it is on its own. That means the Torah mitzvahs, the thought, you, you, your, your garments of your soul can bring you higher than your soul's powers. Till now, it has been explained that the divine soul has three garments in which it clothes itself the thought, speech, and action of Torah and the commandments. Now, the Rebbe goes on to state that unlike physical garments, which are less important than their, their wearer, the garments of the divine soul or even loftier than the soul which wears them. Thus, wearing its garments, in other words, thinking and speaking words of Torah and acting in performance of the commandments, elevates the soul to a higher level. For since Torah and the commandments are one with God, the Jew, by donning the garments of Torah and the commandments, also becomes united with him. And now we're going to say it in Alter Rebbe's words. By the way, even in the next world, when a soul goes to heaven, to be able to experience the Garden of Eden, it needs the garments of Torah mitzvahs down here, even though the soul is part of God. But through the garments of Torah mitzvahs, by using your thought, your, your own garments, speech and action, to think Torah, to say words of Torah, to put on tefillin, light Shabbos candles, using your power of action, you elevate your soul to a higher level. Now let's say that inside. Now these three garments deriving from the Torah and its commandments, though they are called merely garments of the Nefesh Ruach and Neshama. Nevertheless, their quality, the quality of the garments of the Torah and its commandments is infinitely higher and greater than that of the Nefesh Ruach and Neshama themselves. So our soul, it's like saying you're wearing a jacket. Who's greater, the person wearing the jacket or the jacket? See, the jacket is, is a lower level than the person. Here, the, the soul itself is on a lower level than we reach through the garments of our soul through using our thought, speech, and action for God. Why? Because God and His Torah is one. For as explained in the Zohar, Torah and the Holy One, blessed be He, are entirely one. It's very important to know what is Torah. This means since Torah is the wisdom and will of the Holy One, blessed be He, what is the wisdom of Torah? 
<clears throat> in other words, the wisdom of Torah expresses God's wisdom. Its practical application of laws, example, whether or not a particular object is kosher, that pre- represents his will. So the fact that an alligator is not kosher, that's the will of God. The fact that a, an animal that chews its cud and has split hooves is kosher, that's God's will. The Torah itself, the understanding of the Torah, is God's wisdom. It is, and God, and it's, it is one with His holy glory in essence. Why is God and His wisdom one? By a human being, doctor, you and your wisdom are two separate things. There's you and your wisdom. But by Hashem, Hashem and His wisdom is one. As we said earlier in chapter 2 from Maimonides, since he is the knower and knowledge and known, as explained above in chapter 2 in the name of Maimonides, that these three aspects, separate and distinct in terms of human intellect, are as they relate to God, one and the same entity, they all are godliness. God and his knowledge and knower, it's all one. Torah being God's intellect is thus one with God himself and when a Jew understands and unites himself with it, with Torah, he's united with God himself. From the above we understand that since the garments of thought and speech of Torah, study, and the active performance of the commandments are united with God, they're even higher than the soul itself. However, a question presents itself. How can it be said that in understanding Torah one comprehends God's wisdom and will when God's wisdom like God himself is infinitely beyond man's limited comprehension. This will now be explained. Here's the question. If God and His wisdom is one, how could you understand the wisdom of God? So you can explain that the Torah is like water, just like water descends from a high place. Water always gathers on the lowest point. Hashem took His Torah, His wisdom, and He made it descend into the, into the five books of Moses, into the Torah scroll, into the Tanakh, Vim and Ksuvim, prophets and writings. So when you're learning those words of Torah, you are actually connecting to the wisdom of God at that moment. God compressed himself, he brought himself down a level so that we could actually understand his wisdom, even though he's infinitely greater than our, our wisdom. So that's what the Tanya goes on to explain. Although the Holy One, blessed be he, is called Ain Sof infinite. And his greatness can never be fathomed, then no thought can, compre- can apprehend him at all. And so also he, his will and his wisdom, infinite and unfathomable. As it is written, there is no searching of his understanding. And it's also written, when you will search to understand, God will you find. And it is written, further written, we read this Haftorah, I believe on Rosh Chodah, on, on actually fast days. For my thoughts are not your th- like your thoughts, says God the man. So thus human thought is incapable of grasping divine thought. How then can it be said that by understanding Torah, man grasps God's wisdom? So this the Alter Rebbe explains that God compressed and lowered his wisdom, closing it, clothing his wisdom into physical terms and objects and Torah, its commandments, so that it may be accessible to human intelligence in order that, that a person could be united with God. So he compressed himself. So when you learn about the ox goring the cow in the, in the Talmud, you are learning the wisdom of God compressed about talking about a physical animal 
and that learning. So now you understand how powerful it is, everything we learn in Torah. Because God compresses His wisdom. Concerning this disparity between human intelligence and divine wisdom, our sages have said, where you find the greatness of the Holy One, blessed be He, there you find His humility. What does that mean? <clears throat> in other words, how can we approach God's greatness to find it and to be united with it through His humility by His lowering Himself to our level? God compressed His will and wisdom in the 613 commandments of the Torah and their laws. As mentioned above, the logic of the law represents divine wisdom and the ruling divine will. So whether something is kosher or not kosher, that's the will of God. And the logic behind it, any, any of the, the Torah the wisdom, is divine wisdom. And he descended further in, and in the letters, combinations of, the Torah, of Scripture, Torah, prophets, and writings. The very letters and words of Scripture contain God's will and wisdom, whereby even if one is ignorant of their meaning, fulfills the precept of Torah study by merely reciting them. The difference between oral Torah and written Torah, written Torah, you just say the words, you're getting credit for learning Torah. Oral Torah, you have to understand it. You can get an aliyah and not know what the Torah is saying and you still fulfill the mitzvah. And God's will and wisdom are also contained in the expositions of, the, of, the, of these verses found in the Agadic and Midrashic, Midrashim of our sages of blessed memory. In all of this, of these, did God compress His will and wisdom in order that every neshama or even the lower soul levels of Ruach and Nefesh, situated as they are in the human body, will be able to grasp them with its intellect, and in order that the Nefesh and Ruach or Neshama fulfill them as far as they can be fulfilled in action, speech, and thought. Thereby clothing itself with, with all its ten faculties in these three garments of thought, speech, and action of Torah mitzvahs. So basically, the only way to be able to connect to God is by His Torah and mitzvot. And He compressed Himself so we could be able to um, learn those levels of Torah and mitzvot and be united with Hashem. So the garments bring up the soul to a higher level than it is 